You're listening to Those Dramginzers with your hosts, John and Zach. Hey everyone, I'm John. And I'm Zach. And welcome to Those Dramginzers, where we drink bourbon. And talk about it. <laughs> I had to do an extra long one because it's been an extra long time since it we did a regular episode. It has. We've done a couple lives, which were fun. Um, it's harder when you do live shows like later in the day because yeah. not as many people are – they're probably tired or doing something else. Um, they've been on the computer all day. F yeah, yeah, exactly. Um so, so how you been since our last live? Holding in there. How's your how's your whiskey stash doing? Whiskey stash is doing okay. Some of it's starting to take a bit of a hit. Mm-hmm. How's the um, How's the Northern Exposure? Is there any left for me yet? There's half a bottle left. Okay. <laughs> Very good, John. I have been making efforts to not finish that bottle. <laughs> um, I am actually tonight. I'm drinking some. I, I just needed to feel comforted tonight, John. I'm mm-hmm. just I'm going a little stir crazy real tired mm-hmm. um as we all are you know i know that me saying this people are like yeah well get a number pal we're all feeling that way yeah um but i just felt like i needed to be comforted tonight so i'm drinking a little bit of uh mama huff's holiday whiskey this yeah, evening boy. yeah i poured got enough of that for one more generous pour and nice. then that bottle, my last know, bottle. oh here's mine i got i got um probably about a third of the bottle left of my last bottle mm-hmm. i've been very stingy with it you know, yeah. since the uh, since the the winter season has ended. Um, but tonight I poured. Um, I don't know why I've just been feeling it, and I haven't. It's been sitting on the shelf, but I poured a little bit of Old Forester nineteen twenty. Noise, mm-hmm. noise. I just forgot how. Not that I forgot how good it was. It's just I haven't had it in so long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, my stash. I I don't. This is going to sound really bad. I don't really kill bottles. Oh, I don't either, man. I, I think because I have so much that I'm just like here and there every once in a while, you know, like I'm bouncing around. Like I don't stick to one until the bottle's empty. Like I bounce and bounce and bounce. And then some days I'm just like, you know what? I just want a bourbon and ginger ale and I'll grab a bottle of my, uh, the baby barrel bourbon from McLaughlin's up in Swickley and, and I'll yeah. mix that with a little bit of ginger ale, like, or I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm so all over the place. Mm-hmm. But I have not killed anything bottle-wise during this whole stay-at-home thing. I find that whiskey drinkers are a lot like Netflix watchers. Your continue watching list is always expanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never clearing out. Mm-hmm. You're never finishing shows. You're merely starting new ones. Yeah. And that's how I watch Netflix. That's how I drink whiskey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so before we get to, well, you can read it in the title, but we interviewed Kristen and Jeremy from PA Libations, uh, Pennsylvania Libations. I always, I always shorten it, and I forget to say the whole thing sometimes. But from Pennsylvania Libations, Libations to check in with them and see how they're doing. Um, during this whole pandemic and what are they doing differently and what's the business model look like now versus, um, you know, what it did before March, 
we kept referencing we keep re- referencing March sixteenth because that's when the stay at home order went in. I don't know. I, I thought we'll you'll get our our thoughts after this because um, we did this a couple of days ago. But I thought it went very very well. I was very excited. I, I always love sitting down with those guys. They're super easy to talk to. And they're great. Yeah, but I do want to give um, a quick like footnote slash amendment to something we talked about in the interview. Um, we did discuss fine wine, good spirit situation with the stores being closed and the site being sporadic. But as it would have be, is the day after I uh, interviewed them on this, um, they announced that they were going to start doing curbside. So we just kind of want to update you all if you don't know. Um, what the process is basically looking like. So, the sum up the the quick sum up version of it is you have to call in, and you can still use the site if you get through. You can still do that, and it'll still ship to yeah. your house. But for curbside, you have to call in, and if you're lucky enough to get through, then you have to discuss with the 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 clerk, um, what you like or what. Kind of, I know that one one thing. I think it was on Reddit said something like uh, the guy just asked for me to spitball some names of whiskey I was looking for, you know. And it sounds like they have people on the phones and they have people in the aisles looking for things. So it's kind of kind of like bingo, you know what I mean? Like you know, anybody have B fifty six or you know whatever. Um, and uh, and then so if you get through, you place and you place your order. You have to then call back later. To pay for the order, I'm assuming they're they're only taking orders to 1 p.m. So I bet you they want you to call after 1 p.m. and then they'll just focus on like payment orders. You know, you're getting payments through, but you can pick up until 6 p.m. at the different locations that are um, that are available for curbside because there's not it's not all of their right. No, it says 176 fine wine good spirits locations. Okay, so I'm sure there's a link. We can. I'll put the link in the description for the show to see to show which ones are available, so you can find out if there's one near you. But does that basically sound like what it sounds like? Like some, sounds like, yeah. That's what it sounds like to me, man. Cool. Okay. Well, then, um, yeah, that was just a big. I just wanted to add that to it because we want to try to be somewhat current. <laughs> um. So, uh, with uh. No further hesitation, um, please enjoy our interview with Kristen and Jeremy from Pennsylvania Libations. Uh, first off, thanks guys for, for taking time. I know you guys are super busy. You know, this is a weird time right now and I guess you guys are super busy with the shop. Um, so thank you very much for taking some time out of your day to uh, to talk to us here. Of course. Not at all. We're, this is what we do. This is our life. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's good to be here. It's good to be at the point where, like, you know, we get to be a part of this. So I yeah. appreciate you. All right. So the big question: What do you? How has the business changed since, uh, however you want to call it, COVID nineteen, coronavirus, the pandemic? How has this changed you guys as a as a business? Flip this on her head. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so no, we're, it's uh, it's making our resumes ten times stronger, just in case, like you know, nothing more. It wasn't already. <laughs> <laughs> Another feather in the hack in the cap. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, we're 
half the business model for us was wholesale to bars and restaurants anyway. Mm-hmm. So we already had a little bit of the delivery, the logistics there, um, and the coordination um, that you know, and with also with the you know, Jeremy did a lot, and he can speak to like what his day to day was before, what his day to day day to day is now, and it's more so when COVID, you know, the announcement like in March 16th, 17th, when mm-hmm. they pretty much shut the stores, um, it was just me and I laid off all the staff and, um, and then, uh, it was just me and one employee for the next week. And then, um, I had to bring Jeremy back and then one at a time, bring people back, bring people back. And then last week we brought everybody full time and now we're actually up seven staff. So it's been a, it was me learning a lot of stuff from the get-go, trying to figure out what it was going to be um, and what was going to happen. It was day-to-day. Mm-hmm. So, But now I'm blessed to be able to be at the point now where um, I'm kind of sitting back and just being like probably like the last person that has to actually do something. But mm-hmm. I'm, I got, I've already had great staff. Mm-hmm. Oh, now yeah. It's, now it's they're just showing me what they're capable of. Like, I mean, I got stat. Like Jeremy was always awesome. He could always do pretty much anything ever threw right. at him. Same with any most of the staff, but like some of the other ones, like Zach and Bobby, who are more or less just retail and a little bit of jack of trades in certain respects. They're now both like absolute management material, mm-hmm. right? And from regard from logistics and just like operations and stuff like that, it's really cool to see those guys step up. That's yeah, awesome. I think the, the good. No, I think the the curveball thrown with us in, in losing all of the restaurant business. Um, you know, we've I've had a couple conversations with some people along the way, and um, one of the common reactions to the conversation is always, you know, having the foresight that Christian did to uh, react as fast as he did to implement uh, something that we had been talking about for such a long period of time, uh, but just have been too busy with the endeavors of you know, the current business flow and 1700 and the planning and the construction and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, you know, talking to different producers wasn't, it just, it was always on our radar. It just wasn't on like the, like this page today. Mm-hmm. And so I think the, the pivot, um, at the right moment, uh, was really key for the success. And, and, you know, mentioned, Christian mentioned, you know, the staff and, and them stepping up and bringing them back on full time and then being able to reach out into the community of the restaurant workers that are out of jobs that we're now able to help, you know, in this kind of a scenario, it's just been a really kind of beautiful monster that's, that's been created. Well, you really don't. And that was one of my biggest questions is, is um, I know when it first started out, like you guys were still having people come to the store, but you weren't doing tastings and you, you know, it was, uh, I think you were got rid of cash sales. Like it was like credit card or anything like that. Um, so, you don't really hear to you hear a lot of people losing jobs, right? And that one of my questions was, how has that looked? You know, how has your your employees' um, numbers uh, looked? And to that's such a whirlwind to go to. I laid everyone off except me and my you know one other person. To now you're up seven people. You don't really hear about too many people getting jobs through <laughs> this. It's all everybody's losing their jobs. You know what I mean? So uh, that's that's a huge huge congrats to you guys. If, if anything else, like you're you, you know you're you're giving people financial stability in a time where it's not yeah. really there for a lot of people you know i'm very my wife and i are very fortunate that that we can work from home and nothing's really changed with our jobs and we realize that we're very fortunate so um 
that's just that's just even a I liked you guys before it, may, it makes me like you even more <laughs> if that's possible so <laughs> yeah we uh you know I wish we could give more jobs mm-hmm. yeah um and you know if, if it keeps going the way it is we're gonna have to start our own distillery which will mean we'll need a lot more people to help us make whiskey and vodka so, <laughs> <laughs> so um uh, but, but the staff i mean we got drivers we got storage people it's it's just been a, a like a beautiful chaos beautiful monsters jeremy said earlier um staff i think we're up at least seven if not like eight or nine we have yeah. like a couple different delivery people we pretty much have somebody working at a storage dealing with e-commerce mm-hmm. um that deals with just the orders that come in from eight or nine a.m. till midnight, nice. two shifts, and then we have a, somebody, our marketing person's in there working out of there, dealing with some of the ends, um, mar- marketing and our and our website stuff, working with hands-on with the um, uh, that's Noel. She was our social media marketing professional beforehand, but mm-hmm. she's kind of learning that kind of stuff and then uh, just updating our website where necessary and just being our eyes and ears. Um, there in storage um but then in the morning it's 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 a it's it's uh it's a it's a machine you know there'll be like eight nine people running around um getting their day ready uh packing their you know packing up their vehicles or the work vans and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um yeah and then you know jeremy you know he i when i first started the logistics part um a couple weeks ago it was MapQuest. you know (laughs) you can only enter in like 26 26 addresses and then you have to do three <laughs> maps and uh-huh. you know and figure it all out and i finally got to a point where we were doing like 75 deliveries a day uh, home deliveries and um i could do it in about an hour and a half hour and 15 minutes if i was lucky if i wasn't too distracted mm-hmm. um and then i was able to hand it over to jeremy and jeremy's done what he's done with it and just yesterday or two days ago, we did like 125 home deliveries one day i mean it's oh. like Back, back, seven days a week. We're delivering on Saturdays. We're delivering yeah. on Sundays. We have four drivers every day yeah. with 20 to 25 to 30. Yesterday, we had some drivers with 35 deliveries um, every single day, seven days a week, mm-hmm. just coming in, just eager to work and, and get out there. And it's all the all the good relationships that we have with our employees are all of the people that were referred to come in and help that are ex-restaurant employees. And you know that goes back to the good relationships with the staff that we have. I mean. There's no way we could do this if we didn't have the quality of the people that we have in our company. Yeah. There's absolute no way. Yeah. I'm a big fan of um, friends of friends, you know, mm-hmm. um, hiring within friends of friends. Like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes eventually we'll get to the point where we can't because we only have so many friends because <laughs> I make everybody work so much that nobody has any more friends. <laughs> 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 but there is nothing else to do right now. That's like my ex. Like when people are like, oh man, like seven days a week, like what? And I'm like, what else are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Sleep? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And we got, uh, yeah. So I've I've literally had employees, um, the newer ones that um, really never worked with us before. Um, The ones I've worked with me all this time for the last year or two or more, um, all kind of probably curse me up and down because I'm making them work so much. But at the same time is that the ones that are newer, really desperately needed this mm-hmm. this work like mm-hmm. i literally had one of them tell me that like i saved their life like oh, wow. i like if it wasn't for this income like they have no idea what they were going to yeah. be able to do like whether it was end up on the street or move back with the parents or start you know robbing a kogos i don't know <laughs> but like, but the thing is 
that we, what Jeremy has helped me and with all my staff and just the strength of everybody together, I've always talked about the round table effect and, and like it's, it really works mm-hmm. and it's, and we're all blessed. So where are you all delivering and how has that changed from your previous model where you said you delivered to, to bars and restaurants, right? Um, how has that changed? Like where were you delivering to before all this? Like where were the most of the bars and restaurants and where can you, can people get their stuff delivered now? Allegheny in Westmoreland County is next day delivery. So you put your order in anything from 12.01 a.m. today through 11.59 p.m. today will be delivered tomorrow. Nice. Um, and so that's in both of those counties, uh, $10 fee for Allegheny County, $15 fee for Westmoreland County. Um, and yeah, I mean, before, obviously, we were just you know, working with uh, restaurants on a, uh, you know, Monday through Friday delivery schedule. Now it's seven days a week. You know, they come in at nine, load their load their cars and vans up and, and they're out until usually around five to seven, depending on how busy the workload is mm. um, out in the communities, driving everywhere. I mean, we got people out in Ligonier ordering stuff on a daily basis all the way north, to, you know, Cranberry and above to, you know, Bethel Park. And so it's mm-hmm. been, um, the reach is, is wild. Yeah. I mean, we could open up the Washington County if we wanted to. Christian <laughs> mentioned it at one point and I almost lost my mind. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I don't know if we can handle that right now. <laughs> I had the zip codes out lying down already. Like it was going to be like the zip codes that went along the vein of 79 going into downtown Washington right. County. Yeah. Right. Uh, and Jerry was like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. We just added wine and wine cider. Yeah. Off and, you know, the delivery routes before, what's really funny is like, um, they were like, you know, a lot of the, we had, we were working with upwards of 200 plus, um, bars and restaurants on a mm-hmm. weekly or bi-weekly, uh, period. And, you know, um, we, I think we had what, two delivery drivers, two, yep. two days a week, and then one delivery driver, the other two days a week or whatever. So we technically had four delivery days, um, on, and then as March was growing and our sales were up 54% from the year before. And then wholesale from the year before was up 200%. So it's the main thing is, is that like our business was rapidly growing, um, before everything happened on March 16th. Um, and the, but the thing is, is that, um, so we were at the point where we were going to be having two full time delivery drivers technically four days a week. Um, and growing on top of that, we were in the process. We had a broker working up in Erie. We had a broker working, uh, about the, what, we did have one in State College, but then um, we were, and then we had a staff member that worked retail and did broker work. Then we had also Lou DiDonato, who is our who is our sales uh, rep or main sales guy. Um, yeah, so it's, I mean, it's it. We were on the we were on the reaches of really expanding our business model mm-hmm. in wholesale, um, but now you know we only limited our current deliveries to Westmoreland Allegheny because. Part of my methodology was that if we went bigger, um, or went like you know picked up a courier service, mm-hmm. uh, we would have ran out of alcohol yeah. really quickly. I think anybody, you know, it blows my mind that um, most of our distillery clients are even still able to like supply us and supply um, all their clients because I know the numbers that they're doing, I know the numbers that we're doing day to day. They're using all like FedEx and UPS and all that other stuff, but. Um, for the most part, nobody's next day except for us. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my biggest things. It's, it's a lot of stress. It's a lot of hard work from Jeremy and a lot of the staff and stuff like that. But what it does is it 
like the, when the product sells itself because it's pretty much the only product available um, right now. Um, customer service is the key, is the biggest key. Mm-hmm. So it's a really, I mean, right now we've grown about 27 or maybe 2,800 followers in about three weeks on Facebook mm-hmm. uh, without, and we've only done moderate sponsorships on top of that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's pretty cool to see what's happening. I mean, for for what's the local thing, not obviously COVID. I mean, mm-hmm. it's terrible, but I'm, what I'm talking about is um, the brand equity for these distilleries and wineries in Pennsylvania and breweries even. I think it's going to fast track them like an extra year uh, worth mm-hmm. of brand equity in like a month mm-hmm. because so many people are working with these smaller distilleries and then they're just going to, the brand equity is really going to help Later on, with all the bars and restaurants, mm-hmm. people are going to be like, they're going to see local brands that they never were planning on drinking. But we've sold tons of Forefathers vodka from MLH up in Grove City that they could probably carry their own way in Allegheny County after this. That's something I, I see a lot, you know, just not even just on like Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends, like their Facebook group, but just like my regular like friends list on Facebook, and everyone's just like, you know, with with fine wine, good spirits being down, and the and the website being whatever it is, uh, we'll get into that in a second. But um, uh, they're all like, where else can I get stuff? Where else can I? and and I always say like, you know, find a local place, you know. And then I say, but if you're in Allegheny or Westmoreland, like here's this joint, and they'll deliver too, like you know. And um, so so my my next question is, can people still go to the shop because i know you had commented Kristen, you had commented on somebody's post about um still can you still go to the shop to purchase things yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah um you sh- you can't enter the store um but we have menu boards on our sandwich boards or uh-huh. whatever on yeah. the sidewalk right and so we every day we we mark it up to whether or not things sold out or they're not available mm-hmm. i mean technically Right now on our website, there's no vodka really or whiskey available on our website because we're keeping it all for retail. If people are making the trek down the Pittsburgh, down on the strip, we want to kind of keep people direction towards doing that. Like obviously we want a home delivery. We want to keep people safe. We want to be able to offer that, but uh, we're blown through so much, uh, especially vodka um, and rum and stuff and everything really. Gin's mm-hmm. pretty much the lowest seller just because everybody thinks gin is like their the gin they drank that they stole out of their grandfather's right. cabinet. Yep. Um, so, but <laughs> I'll tell you, man, uh, I really wish people drink more gin. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's been, um, what's been your biggest seller since March 16th? Like with either with uh, online uh, sales or undeniable. But now was oh. it like that before? No, uh, no, not at all. It was because it's nothing against that people. The, I don't know. Vodka has always been the biggest sellers in the PLCB stores. It's yeah. just that people are just so used to the clientele. We're not getting 22-year-olds at the store. Yeah. We're getting 45 to 65-year-olds that normally they they grew up and lived with state stores their whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never Much different clientele. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, but, I mean, it's, it's it's a lot of the same that already knew about us that, that are, you know, utilizing what we have um, on our website and, and you know, the delivery service and all of that, but it's just the, like, like Christian said, it's a whole new clientele that, that is, uh, you know, we're attracting that, um, you know, hopefully stays with us, you know, mm-hmm. like he said before, it's, it's a, it's a, 
it is a massive amount of brand new customers beyond Mm -hmm. the brand new customers that we normally saw with the foot traffic in the strip district on a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I mean, it's beyond that, but they're all people that live here that we have the ability to like reach these products to. So that's a great point. um, We're used to tourists. Yeah. Yeah. 85, 90% of our buyers on pre pre COVID were first time buyers. Mm -hmm. Um, through that through our point of sale system and all that stuff. And, um, and now I'd probably say that majority of them are all first time buyers, but they're all locals. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, we've had a couple of people drive from Philadelphia to the store. Yeah. Like we've had people drive from all over the place. Yeah. Right. Um, I think they were just bored and wanted to do a road trip. Not saying that like, you know, but if, you know, I'm going to do a small plug here, but if I couldn't get Liberty pool spirits anywhere, but at Pennsylvania libations or their distillery, I drive from Philly too. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, that so, was for Jim Huff. <laughs> I mean, I already we, Jeremy, Jim? Jeremy and talk, Jeremy and I talked about this before because he asked what I was drinking, and I'm I'm repping the, the LP bourbon, uh, but also yeah. I'm repping you guys because this was bought at the store. So yeah, there you go. Was, you get the that was on. a good dram for tonight. But um, that's so vodka that, and that makes sense too because that's probably like you said, it's a big PLC, you know, PLCB seller, so. People can't get it from there, and they're they're finding now that Ohio's shut down and West Virginia's shut down, and I'm sure New York's next. But like, you know, it's it's just keeping us local. Which I I hope that you know I love this whole small business push that's been happening recently, and I hope that you know one positive that can come out of this is that it's this just increases that exponentially the small business purchasing and everything like that. You know, um, I know I promote the hell out of you guys whenever I can. Um, I'm always telling people go down Appreciate there, that. go on the website, and then you know. So, so speaking of the website, I I did see that, and that's something I wanted to ask you. Uh, I see out of stock on a lot of things, especially a lot of things that I personally like. Can people, you know, if they don't want to take the drive down there to 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 be unsure if something's there, right? To wait to see what's written on on the the sandwich board, as you said. Um, can they call the shop and be like, hey, do you have this? Like, can they do that? They're they're better yeah. off emailing. Um, yeah. Okay. We we were fielding about 400 to 500 phone calls a day. Oh my god! It, it was nonstop. <laughs> it was it was it was literally you had a dedicated person from 9 a.m. to uh, 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. just on the phone constantly because people were saying, "Hey, I heard you guys are the only place open." They're asking all these questions. There's just yeah, logistically are, so difficult for us. Are you guys still open? And it'd be like, three yeah. <laughs> and so you know, the email route. We actually we set up a voicemail that just had the details of go to the website, order. Hopefully, you can figure it out on the website mm-hmm. for curbside pickup or delivery. Mm-hmm. And if you have any specific questions, please you know uh, reach out to the info at mm-hmm. uh, PennsylvaniaLevation.com. Mm-hmm. So um, that was just our way of being able to let the people. Because, I mean, prime example was today, Christian sent me a picture, 30 people standing in front of the line of, at the front door. And we have a six-foot little barricade there right. that people can communicate through and pay through. So there's, you know, gloves and everything, yeah. you know, so we're very uh, COVID conscious of all of that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, today, the 30-person line didn't stop all day long. So, yeah, I mean, that's... So to have somebody dedicated to the phone line the entire day when we've got 30 people lined out the door for mm-hmm. a, a nine hour period mm-hmm. is just, it's just not practical for us. And, you know, hopefully most people understand that, you know, given the circumstances. And honestly, I got to be completely frank of a lot of the people that we deal with on the back end 
with the customer service with deliveries and pickups. And if, you know, of course, there's going to be some human error involved with the volume that we're doing uh, as a very small business. We're doing our best to, you know, we've got someone, uh, Alyssa Meter, our director of operations, who's literally fielding every single email that comes in about anything that has anything to do with like ordering and all of that. And she's doing her best. She's uh, been really amazing about it. Um, and, and the people have been mostly understanding of any situation. If something slipped through the cracks or the delivery didn't actually go out the next day and we were able to add it to the second day, mm-hmm. um, you know, people get it. And I think that's, that's been kind of nice to see. So my, my last question, cause I said we would get to this and I kind of have an, I think what your answer is going to be. I think I know what it's going to be. Um, what, what are your thoughts of, um, or how are you feeling about, you know, the whole fine wine, good spirits being shut down and, and the website being sporadic? Well, we, uh, we know cool. their pain, you know, yeah. and the, and we might be open, but we know what it's like to have a website that has some issues sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, um, we had our server crash yesterday. Um, and we, and I think it, it, what it seems like it could have happened overnight. And it wasn't anything. What was happening was, is that we were getting, I think, four to ten times the amount that we had. Like, we just updated, like, or up, um, upped our amount of CPUs, I think it's called, mm-hmm. um, for SiteGround, which is our server company. Um, and we had to, like, multiply that by ten today. And there was things going on with our, our app that we have for delivery people. And yesterday was just like, should we even keep doing this? <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, 123 deliveries got delivered. Yes, yeah. they did. Exactly. <laughs> we made it work. Exactly. So it's <laughs> we understand why the website's not working. When you have 12 million people that live in Pennsylvania, and it's probably one of the highest amount of alcohol consumption mm-hmm. states in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, that's thanks to Siri and Google this morning because I actually wanted to know that data. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, even if you had, I can't even imagine. I mean, even like a hundred thousand people trying to enter in a website within an hour, the same hour. Mm-hmm. That's insane. I think there, there's one thing I, I've talked to a couple people about this and they're, you know, it's easy to hate on, on, on the state store system because mm-hmm. it's, you know, it is, it is the animal that it is. But, you know, that system going down in us, you know, and Christian having the foresight to pivot the way we did. Um, I think we're going to look back on this situation that is, um, you know, obviously a very negative situation for so many people and so many businesses and, and, uh, fortunately for us allows us to, um, grow as a company, mm-hmm. um, and, 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 you know, struggle. I mean, the last three weeks have been very, a, a tough grunt, mm-hmm. uh, in the mud figuring this out on the fly in the middle of being the only store available to buy liquor in the entire state. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's so many things that we can take away from this. So when you say like, how do you feel about the state store system and the website going down? Yeah, I'm grateful for it. I think we all are. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that's kind of what I figured. Is it it good for the broad spectrum of people? No, maybe as far as a service aspect is Mm -hmm. concerned, but um, for us specifically, I think it was a great thing, you know, do I think that, you know, we're going to maintain these levels when the state store comes back in full swing? Of course not. I'd be foolish to think that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think we would be foolish to think that, but we hope that there's enough people that have been exposed to our company and all the brands that we carry, uh, wine, spirits, cider, mm-hmm. beer, um, in, in, in start, you know, coming back to us for them. Yeah. We are uh, the, you know, Trust me, I love the business. I love the numbers that we've been throwing up 
um, and working really hard for. Um, it's going to really make great things happen for the company moving forward in 2020. Um, what I would say with the state stores being closed, I, I do have a fear. I have a fear that the distilleries are going to run out of products, especially ones that don't actually make their own clear spirits. Um, it's, I don't think it would be an issue for, say, Boyd and Blair to find potatoes, right? Mm-hmm. But it would be a problem for a distillery that buys GNS. And they, they run their still once and they throw in a bottle. They proof it down. They throw in a bottle. Yeah. So for some distilleries that have not been making their own products and have been sourcing, they're going to have some issues, I think, because mm-hmm. a lot of the distilleries around the country, um, and the ones I've talked to that we work with, they, that do source, they're saying that they're like, we can't find any. Like we've, we bought the last, you know, six totes oh, wow. and there's nothing had on a national level which does not happen, mm-hmm. right, ever. No. So and I, so I'm thinking that in all essence, I think if this was to happen and stay like this for the next three months, the only thing that's going to be left on the shelves is whiskey and, and from distilleries that make it themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a very limited supply, and we won't be open anymore. That, so, that's an interesting uh, thought. I hadn't, I hadn't even gone down that road, which – um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that's you know, so it's that, your business. You should be going down that road, thought-wise. But um, that's that's really that's really a good point to think about. So I think kind of tell everybody that can to make their own clean spirits, buy corn from local farmers, um, do whatever you got to do mm-hmm. to retrofit your skills and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it might not be fun. You might not want to be known to make like you know vodka or gin or rum or whatever. But if you can make good alcohol and make it clean and safe, mm-hmm. um, I would absolutely recommend everybody to start doing it now, mm-hmm. just in case there's more ripple effects from no more sourcing. So to, to uh, kind of a final question, and we'll wrap it up. Um, uh, down the road when, you know, hopefully this all starts to subside and, you know, the state starts opening up more, not just the state store, but this, everything in general. Um, you guys get to roll more with uh, the the new spot, which we'll we'll talk a, as another show about the new spot whenever this all you know calms down. Um, do, you think, do you think? Uh, <laughs> do you think um, you're still going to be doing this delivery? Yeah, we will. If we have the supply, we are going to go statewide with the courier service for next day, or yes. not next necessarily next day, as yeah. fast as we can. Yeah, fast as we can. <laughs> So yep. On a hyper local level, yeah, we will be doing the, the courier service um, because right now we have spirits, but we also have wine, cider, and we actually just added Helltown beer onto the whole um, list of things that you can get online as nice. well. So, um, so we are once again the first at doing something that nobody's ever been able to do before, mm-hmm. which was be able to buy wine, spirits, cider, and beer in one fell swoop and have it all delivered to your house. Mm-hmm. Um, it just so happens that we're just a licensed management company for every, all three of those tiers. Mm-hmm. So um, we're very fortunate to have you guys here in Pittsburgh with us. Yeah. I'm fortunate for you guys too. I mean, we need people like you to spread the word and get mm-hmm. people to be knowledgeable enough about what's going on in the system and what's going on in our, your local area and across the state. And, you know, we just, uh, we're really looking forward to seeing what happens in the future and taking, you know, taking this to the next step. But yeah. You will forever always have e-commerce at our website and yeah. company. And that's what that's what we meant by you know pivoting at the right point. And e-commerce is always on our on our list, but mm-hmm. you know not not active. But yeah, that's 
this, like you said, that's, it's going to be something moving forward. And, and we're actually grateful for this, you know, take advantage of the situation, not the people as, mm-hmm. as somebody at our doorstep told us one day, um, that I'll kind of never forget. Um, and so I think we've just kind of kept that mantra and we'll move yeah. it, move forward with it. No. Yeah. I, uh, uh, thank you guys again very much for sitting down. Uh, sitting down, whatever, you know, just sitting down on Zoom, uh, <laughs> for, uh, for taking some time out of your busy, busy schedule that we all know now, um, to, to talk about this and, and to come on the podcast. So, uh, once again, um, and again, once this all comes down, we're going to get together again and talk about the new joint. And, um, yeah, thank you guys very much. Any, any last minute things you guys want to say? Um, my 10 year old son turns 11 and, 13 days, so happy birthday to him whenever he's older and, like, listens to this when I'm, like, <laughs> lost in, like, you know, the paradise on my sailboat, something like that. <laughs> happy birthday, buddy. Yeah, happy birthday. My son turned one on the day of uh, the stay-at-home order, so that was fun. My dog's right. birthday is in three, three months. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks again, and we'll, uh, we'll John, talk appreciate to you All right, so again, I know we just I just said thank you to them, but thank you again to Christian, Christian and Jeremy from P- Pennsylvania Libations. Um, I, I had a really good time talking with them. And as I said in before this, the interview, uh, they're super easy to talk to, and it's very easy to get a conversation going with them. Mm-hmm. So what were your uh, – I mean, obviously I did it. You weren't able to, to go because kids, you know um, – not go. You weren't able to log in. It wasn't like we were we were virtually talking. Um, social guys. We are social distancing. <laughs> um, so I'm going to get your thoughts because they kind of heard my thoughts live. So um, what were your thoughts on the interview? What did you think? I thought it was a great interview, man. First of all, I thought you crushed it. So like, you know, major kudos to you. Thank you for doing that, man. Really, oh, really and, and thank you to our buddy Scott for helping me come up with some good questions because Zach is the – the purveyor of the thought-provoking questions for the show. And um, I'm, I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little nervous, you know, to do an interview without him. But uh, thank you, Scott. So anyway, go ahead. I'll, I'll show yeah, up now. You well, can talk. You absolutely crushed it, buddy. You absolutely crushed it. Um, no, I thought it was great, man. Um, I thought it was really interesting just to kind of hear about how they are being so nimble right now, given mm-hmm. the – volatility and uncertainty of the time that we're living in and with this whole pandemic and you know there's, there's a lot more questions happening right now than i feel that there are answers which you know i don't think is to be unexpected in a time like this this is pretty unprecedented in in most of our lifetimes mm-hmm. uh, so i just think I'm, i mean it's impressive to me how they are um, taking steps to make sure that they are able to continue providing a service while also continuing to provide employment to people who might not otherwise have it but while they're doing that, they're also continuing to make sure that they're doing their part to keep the um, larger community safe and mm-hmm. to keep their employees from becoming exposed to this very, very real and very, very dangerous virus right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, they are providing a service for a lot of people. Um and uh, I just think it's impressive that they've managed to do so in a way that is um, thoughtful of both the customer but also the employee. 
I thought it was so interesting when Christian talked about that one employee of theirs who was, I believe it was one of their additional hires after they brought every, after they brought back the full regular staff. And then they said, I believe they said they hired an additional seven or eight, seven or eight. Uh, yeah. Uh, additional employees. And one of them said, man, if I, if I hadn't gotten this, I don't know what I'd be doing right now. Um, yeah. That, that, that story got to me and that really hits home. Yeah. Um, Cause there's a lot of people like that. Uh, right now, mm-hmm. and, and John, you mentioned it in the interview. You, you mentioned that you know you and Lisa are fortunate enough to both be able to work from home, and and I'm I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. Mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I'm fortunate enough to be able to work from home and kind of carry on. And um, you know, as tiring as that might be some days, the fact of the matter is, it's a blessing, and there's not a whole lot of room to complain in that because there are a lot of people out there right now who are wondering where their next job is going to be, when their next job is going to be, mm-hmm. um, where the next paycheck is coming from. Um, and, uh, so it's, it's good to hear, um, that a, a local business is able to kind of help fill that need. And um, it's, it's a local business that's helping local businesses. You know, right. people, people, you know, different opinions on like the, the quote unquote middleman, you know, but, you know, as we've said, when we did our original interview, like what they sell, like the prices that are there are the prices you would find at these distilleries, you know? Um, yes, they're, they're charging a, a delivery fee, but at the same time, like they're employing people that, uh, you know, as you said, and as he said in the interview, didn't have employment when this all went down, you know, it was other, you know, uh, restaurant industry people who were unfortunately like, you know, got let go from their job because the restaurants had to close. So, right. You know, yeah. What did he say? Five and ten dollar, ten and fifteen dollar delivery fee. Like that seems a little steep, especially in the in the in the world of Amazon Prime. You know, um, but at the same time, like I'm okay with spending that because I know it's going to like all these employees. You know, yeah. and I know that they take care of their employees. Mm-hmm. And um, and and buying through PLAvations. And paying for the delivery fee, right? If you're asking for that, if you live in Allegheny or Westmoreland County, you know, yeah. If you have one of these distilleries close, just go there. Exactly. You know, just see what their delivery system is, see what their process is and and go buy it straight for them. Cool. But, you know, what, what he said is that it's opening up the, you know, these distilleries that they work for or that they sell, it's opening up the the eyes of everyone around here saying like, look how much stuff is right here. You don't need Tito's. You don't need this. Like we got all of that and it's better and it's local ish PA, you know, like we have that here. And, and I thought that, you know, that's one of the reasons why I asked them, what did they think about fine wine, good spirits closing down? Because I had a feeling they were going to say in, in more of a business term that, they were excited because it's giving them a ton of business, right? Uh, one of the other, one of the fun things I thought was, I, one of the facts that he said that I thought was funny was the fact that they are fielding 400 call, excuse me, 400 calls a day, you know, um, for people to try to find out what they have, you know what I mean? Like getting so many calls because literally they are the only option that's a full capacity, you know, full working mode, basically, uh, when it comes to liquor right now for anyone in this area. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, 
I'm glad they're doing well, but I also feel for hit the clients that they have that he said like are starting to run out. Right. They're starting to hurt because yeah. they're so in a way, yeah, I think fine wine, good spirits, trying to figure out some way to start coming back is probably good for those distillers because I'd hate for anyone, you know, um, to 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 lose their business over something like this. Yes, they're selling out, so they're doing like they're doing great, but then they can't keep up. You know, they can't right. keep the 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 supply up for the demand. You know, um, but yeah, so, I don't know. That's my two cents. Hopefully, those people do enough business that I can keep them afloat long enough that they can get their next, you know, shipment mm-hmm. and, and all that. But yeah, no, like, like you said, like Christian, said, it is, it is scary to be somebody who kind of relies on distilling it down and bottling it and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. Christian was saying. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, but it's great that, yeah, finally, maybe I'll be able to go get some like Liberty pole off the menu at like meat and potatoes or something. Mm-hmm. You know, because people are going to come in, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, while I was on quarantine and I couldn't get Jack Squat from the national brands, I started going local and it's damn good. We got to get a few mm-hmm. of these mm-hmm. guys on. And I'd be really excited to see that because a lot of these distilleries work so hard and yep. they make good stuff that it's about time that they got recognized. I mean, what a shit way to have to right. get people on board with it. But, you know, if you're going to find that diamond in the pile of coal, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully some good can come out of this whole thing. You know? I agree. You know, and, and I think mom and pops that are able to thrive and are able to weather this storm, I hope that they come out of this thing stronger than before and, and in, a, in a better position to really strengthen themselves in the future. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I agree. Know. I, and I said this in the interview, um, it's sad that this is what's, you know, of the situation that we are in, but I also am excited to see what this does post the pandemic for the shop small, small business, like shop local, because it's really given a push right now because at least from what I see, people are, you know, buying local um from local restaurants rather than chain restaurants because they can't go to the chain ones, you know. Um, local stores that are still, that might actually still be open are getting, you know, more purchases and stuff like that. So I'm glad that in a really bad situation that the small, the shop small is kind of increasing. And I hope that it stays that way on the other side of this. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's opened a lot of people's eyes to just how much of a, a, a razor's edge businesses succeed and fail by right i mean it's only been a month that Mm -hmm. things have been closed a little over a month yeah and businesses have already had to shut down from not doing business for a month yeah you know that's Mm -hmm. that's uh not a whole lot of margin for error for uh sales there yeah um and when you're a small business and you really rely on this to be your source of income and, and your craft and the way that you provide for yourself and for your family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, hope people are maybe willing to give some of their locals, uh, more of a shot in the future. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, any other final thoughts on, on anything the guy said in the interview? Uh, I, I, I do want to give him a shout out and a thank you. Um, I was starting to go a little stir crazy. I'm going to say something kind of sinful. <laughs> okay. 
on a whiskey podcast, but I, I, three weeks into this thing, I was like, I need to drink something other than whiskey. I mean, I had wine the other night, so you're good. Because, um, I just was like, I can't just, if I want to drink, I don't want it always to be something like hard and brown. Yeah. You know, I just need to mix it up a little bit. So mm-hmm. finally it was just like, you know what? PA libations, they're delivering. Let's just check on the website. Let's just go on there and check it out. And I bought a six pack of beer and I bought a four pack of cider and mm-hmm. I bought two wine and the cider's almost gone and the beer's almost gone and the wine's almost gone so i'll be ordering again and if i can even somehow manage to get a bottle of vodka or a bottle of gin i actually do like gin so i'm kind of hoping i can get a bottle of that Mm -hmm. Um, they got some good gin there i'm not a gin fan but i do enjoy some of the ones they have yeah my problem is all the ones that i want to get are like sold out already yeah yeah yeah. you you never know i'll check back in i'm sure it's a rotating door basically but all that to say i just want to say thanks guys i appreciate Mm -hmm. it um, was crazy impressed by the service. I placed that order at like 12 o'clock on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. I had my beer in my hands by 10 a.m. Friday. Nice. And I don't live close to downtown. I'm out like by the airport. So I'm a good like, you know, 25, 30 minutes from the strip. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I probably, I'm not like right in the immediate zone. Right. And I still had it next day. Mm-hmm. I don't get Amazon. So. Yeah, and I, I like that – I mean, I don't know what people th- – I know what I think of when I think of like what options they have there. But um, the fact that they're expanding to wine and beer and cider now as well, like they're really going to be like a, a one-stop shop here soon once the, the 1700 pen opens up whenever this you know all calms down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to see what other kind of local PA – um, distilleries, breweries, vineyards, and stuff can get in there because uh, mm-hmm. you know you can't always go out to the vineyards or the distilleries. You can't drive out to to Lidditz all the time. You can't drive out to uh, Lancaster mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. to Europe, whatever Philly. Yep. Um, so having that brought here kind of gives you a little bit of a taste of maybe some of the places in PA you'd also like to visit, which in turn continues to help small businesses. So you know it can turn into this nice little ripple effect. I hope. Mm-hmm. I agree. So all that to say, short story, very long. Um, I thought the interview was great, man. I thought uh, I thought you did a killer job. Loved the answers that the guys gave. Grateful that um, they're staying safe, but they're also providing people with some opportunities to continue living mm-hmm. um, and providing. Um, mm-hmm. They're doing a bang up job of adjusting with the times. I think I think it's uh, um, very innovative of them on their part. Mm-hmm. Um, I just my best to them stay i hope they stay safe don't take any unnecessary risks but also a big thank you for uh for what they're doing and for the uh tasty tasty dinner beverages i'm enjoying because of them <laughs> so folks um you know where to find us facebook twitter and instagram td yinzers uh at all three make sure to check out our patreon page if you really enjoy the show and you want to support us who supports small businesses as well. Um, check our, check out our Patreon page. And again, link in the, in the description. Uh, Zach, you want to tell them about your favorite link? Oh, you mean dramat.threadless.com? Uh, I do. That's a pretty cool site, you know? Um, so good news and bad news, all you cool kids. Um, so I could have sworn that we had hats on the shop, but it looks like hats aren't an option right now. So if you've got, 
a really, really bad haircut that you gave yourself during this quarantine time. I'm sorry <laughs> to say, but you're still on your own. Um, but if anyone out there that listens to the show does or has connections to, to some place that does do hats, give us a shout out. And then you won't be on your own anymore. And we can cover that um, yeah. undercut mullet you might have given <laughs> All a Tiger King for mm. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so that's the bad news. Good news is there are some pretty dope shirts because the only you, you don't just have to cover up your head. I don't know if you guys know this, but eventually the quarantine is going to end and we're going to go back to restaurants. And they require you oftentimes to wear shirts when you go out to dinner. So we've and- got – and the tri blend is so comfortable. I that's one thing I, I don't order a lot of shirts from other podcasts because the sites that they use their shirts are 100% cotton and it just doesn't feel right to me, but the 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 tri blend that 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 what we offer through Threadless is so unbelievably comfortable. I so, I wear it almost I wear my shirts that are the tri blend almost all the time. Oh, they it'll spoil you. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. because our site. I would honestly just buy one of those tri-blend shirts in like black yeah. and wear. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also uh, today I added buttons. Woo. Woo. So that's new. So yeah. So make sure to follow us on all the social medias. Check out any of our support pages. We'll ask way to support the show and we would really appreciate it is if you head to iTunes or your favorite podcast app and give us a five-star rate and review. Uh, just let us know how we're doing. We want to hear from you. We want to know if if the we're doing good, if we're doing bad, if you know anything. Let us know. Somewhere in between. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> anything. But anyway, Zachary, there's only one way to close out the show. Zachary, sir, cheers to you. John, mi amigo, cheers to you. And cheers to you. Yeah.